Hi everyone, welcome back to the Classic <laughs> Quest Podcast. It's been a minute. You might hear a little echo of me. We didn't figure out the tech, but we're running it proper. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend, Bonnie. And I am Chris Crow. What up, guys? Oh, it's been a minute since anybody did all three of those names. In fact, <laughs> just today, we got a tweet asking where Chris Chrome was at. And I was like, well, just today, Chris Chrome will be back on Twitch. Uh, Little do you know. <laughs> so this is the show where we go through the classic, allegedly, albums of hip-hop, track by track, walking through our thoughts and opinions on every single song, letting you know what we think about each of them. Today, as per the Patreon arrangements, patreon.com slash behind that suit, um, you, which you can get your own albums reviewed and shit. Um, we have Illogic and Blockheads Never Heard. Or no, that's the name of the song. Capture the Sun. I messed that up. <laughs> that's what's up, Lindell. We're here for it. It's been a minute. Um, but yeah, so we're going to go through it. And we, we like to start it off describing our familiarity with the artists because we learned after brutalization through the comments that this is an important step to album reviews people need to know where you at with it so chris bonnie let us know what you know about illogic and blackhead before we approached the rest of it um so i'm going into this project with uh blind eyes open ears i know nothing about uh illogic and blockhead um I did take a moment to kind of like briefly just kind of run through the project and get like an ear for it. And I'm, I kind of expected some heavy bars, very intellectual type of rapping. Cutting the bottom of your face off with your camera. You got to go a little down. Or there you go. Mm. Now we see Mm. good posture, my guy. Stand up. (laughs) Yeah, my good posture. But all in all, I I don't actually know much about this project. Thanks Um, for the host. A lot of the time when we be album reviews or when i used to do them i i like to go into them with with just free mind if i could say that mostly for me and uh i like to go into things with an expensive mind (laughs) okay (laughs) so what was your expensive thoughts on illogic and blockhead um i think i've heard blockheads like mixes before because um you know as we will get into it blockhead um also produces for asap rock um who you mentioned um and so i'm pretty sure like i've heard his uh beats before and his like production before but i don't think i've ever heard a logic and uh, blockhead was good from what i remember if i'm remembering correctly yeah, That's it. I had the same ex- experience with Blockhead. In fact, I didn't remember till just now that it was because of Aesop Rock, but I remember that it was on his wiki page. Um, but no, I know I've seen Blockhead before. I happen to like Aesop Rock's work a bunch. We did a few of his newer reviews, and I know that Blockhead's name has come up before in our production credits. So, um, Illogic, though, <laughs> never heard of the dude. That's the facts of it. A lot of the like super underground lyrically dudes... It's a lot of them, and I never really hear about them till we come across them like this. So I like to show a bit. Um, so yeah, I know Blockhead did not know a logic coming into it with that perspective. All of you watching, keep that in mind as we run it. Especially you super fans out there, we know, we know what we are. Um, 
we like to move on then to our next phase of this, which is the album cover slash slash album title discussion part. Before listening to the project, what were y'all's thoughts on the album title and cover? I really like the coloring of it. Uh, I like how they have the color gradient of like the red to orange and having that sunrise sunset feel at the same time. That kind of gave me a really cool feel. Uh, I like how they kept it with the theme of Capture the Sun. That's always really good when you can like have the whole package in one for me. Um, I did like how there's like this face in the middle, like in, in the sky kind of overlooking this like higher power, this like om- omnius being, maybe not omnius, but like a- uh, Omnipotent. There we go, that, that word. Uh, so I thought that was cool. The tangles within like the yellow, the yellow, I guess that's the sun would be setting essentially, uh, that, that kind of gave me some like confusion type of different path vibes. So that was also cool. I like the tree. It, it has a nice little artistic style to it, in my opinion. Um, I've also like do editing and a lot of the graphics. So I may, I kind of enjoyed looking at this a little bit more than, than I may have on other reviews. Um, but no, it, it, it was really, really, really cool. Uh, and for the title itself, Capture the Sun, it, I, I didn't know at first kind of what they were saying. I thought of it like capture like the brightness, the, the essence of like the, the powerfulness of like the sun and stuff like that. But then I kind of started thinking more of like the idea of like the beauty in it and then and and aiming for it like putting the sun as a as like a destination to want to reach and then like that journey towards there as well so i thought that was also pretty pretty cool in my opinion cool um for me the album cover uh i didn't love it um like i did not like the color palette selection i i I just thought it was ugly um it like the whole thing just makes me think of something from like, like the early nineties, um, especially with like the writing, like the way that it's like written on there. It looks like, I don't know. It reminds me of something else, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Uh, not so great. Um, and like, it's, you know, supposed to be someone, you know, there's like a person there and like someone is trying to capture the sun. Um, and then there's like a face, in what might have been the sun, but like I liked your interpretation, Chris, of like that it's like something even more higher than the sun. Um, it just looks weird and kind of devilish in like a weird way, even though it's supposed to look, I would imagine, some kind of peaceful or something. Um, but uh, yeah, that's not my favorite cover, uh, but I guess the title itself is fine, um, you know, because it is representative of what he will be singing about or yeah yeah okay. so i like the color palette just because orange is an underutilized color and it evokes like it was that weird like green and the brown like <clears throat> but I, like the whole palette has this kind of i guess like dystopian feel to it and i really like that mm. like it's got it like that's the energy but i fucking hate the, the font choice for capture design yeah. like, it really irritates me and I've learned a lot about basic design principles. I am a garbage designer, but like at a basic design level, this fails some pleasing visual cue tests is all I'm saying. Like it's a cool art piece, but like the words just like take the writing off 
And this is what I think about album covers now. I don't even give a fuck about the picture, to be honest with you. I'm just sitting there going, this design bothers me for these design Like, the font (laughs) makes me think it's going to be, like, a ska album. Like, there's something about that that, like, makes me feel like ska. I don't know. As far as the rest of it goes, I do like the picture, though. I think without the writing kind of messing up the design elements, it would really work, like, super nice in the modern Spotify landscape with, like, just no writing on it. That would be like an ill like awesome. T-shirt too. As far as the imagery goes, yeah, I guess everything Chris said makes sense. It's not my favorite like <coughs> visual interpretation. Kind of looks wavy around them. Some effects going on. Capture the sun's an interesting title though, because the sun's like something that people used to worship and shit, right? In a sense, it's like becoming God. Mm. Like if yeah. the sun used to be God, and in a sense now we are supposed to define. Well, I mean, us. I'm sure in some cultures it still is God. It doesn't just disappear. Fair. <laughs> I'm not, I'm like, I'm like I don't know enough to answer that, to be honest. Sure, uh, but like, yeah, no. So it's like become your greatest potential, become the god of your existence. In a sense, I respect that. Achieve big. I can't really picture it, and and plus energy, right? Like, the sun's, mm. like, super, like, a giant literal ball of energy. Like, that's not a hyperbolic statement. Like, it, like there's solar energy that we collect and use to power shit. <laughs> that's the sun, yo. So it's, like, capture the energy, ride the wave, you know? Like, it's, it's or as, as preached as the frequency. Capture the frequency. Because technically the sun is just a different frequency of energies and whatnot. Boom. I digress. Nice. That's what happens, I suppose, if you raid me when I stream. I think about you. Oh. And then you get <laughs> canonized into that piece of content. Um, on that note, though, I don't really have a lot of thoughts. I actually forgot we were supposed to do this part until I was streaming and then remembered. So that's all <laughs> shit I made up on the spot about it. I don't really care that much about the cover or the title because the truth is the title doesn't engage me. I did not feel compelled to click on this project by the title. And... And that's that's like kind of like sad because it's actually really cool. Like the project's cool. Don't get me wrong. But like, man, yeah. I just looked at that. And it's like, you know, when you see a movie title and a cover and you're like, I just don't want to watch that. That was the visual representation. Of me. But why did you call it that? <laughs> and it's like, cool. I mean, it just didn't feel like it was for me. But then we listen and I'm really interested in the project. So in case y'all don't know what we do here, you may have never heard all right, y'all, we all know how it goes. If I talk first, it's a terrible idea. So somebody else tell us how you think. I'm going to start. <laughs> Ladies so, first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also forgot to mention that this album uh, was released by Man Bites Dog Records on April 16th, 2013. Um, so this is the song Never Heard. Um, so for me, it's quick. It's, you know, two minute, 10 so- uh, seconds song. So it's not to super long um i really like the beat um so blockhead off to a great start um and i like uh illogic's flow friendly um uh, you know like you know illogic is like greeting blockhead like you know they seem like a friendly people that work together um you know i always like that um i like that he mentions being from columbus ohio so he's you know repping his city um I like the scratching in the beat. Uh, I like the lyrics that are about like living life and like how he sees it and like kind of, you know, you're just kind of going to get a glimpse at like his life and how he runs it. 
Um, so overall, I would say this uh, is not a bad track. It has good energy to start off with. So I gave it a 4.4 on 5. Dope. So I do agree. I think starting off this project with this song, Never Heard, is a really strong start. Uh, I had to hit replay a couple times because I wanted to make sure I got a really good understanding of what was kind of going on. Um, <clears throat> off the bat, it gave me this, like, let me give you an introduction of who I am. Uh, but instead of like just kind of proving to you that I can rap, I'm also going to like really tell you in some really cool ways. Uh, I like in verse one, I like how he starts off conscious with a purpose, the undeniable vi vi viable franchise of the verse for the verses. Uh, personally, I think it's just a really cool way to start off saying that he's very aware of what's going on. He's very uh, in tune with his rapping and he's like an undeniably better than a lot of these rappers. And that's really a, a hard way to start. <clears throat> to follow up, he goes, these prima, these prima donna rhymers lost their lip gloss and they purses. Now their stories make up don't glisten as much, even though they touch up, they blush babbling, which I thought was super cool to address how like he's super real, authentic, really for like this hip hop game. Not about and that money. He's just about like his rhymes, <clears throat> you know, not just money per se, but in a way like nah, uh, not lying, like faking, like really that's trying to do is. up the makeup and stuff. Yeah, I took it more like that too. It was not so much about money, but like the people who kind of take on false personas for the sake of their image or the, yo, people who just want to like, I'll give you an example. I talked to somebody and he's like, I have to buy bottles at the club because I rap about buying bottles at the club. I'm oh like, shit. You could rap a little different. I'm not saying it's like a thing. It's just like, you know, like. It's almost like putting on this image. Like, if you can't afford the bottles in the club, don't rap about it so you can afford it type thing. Like, it shouldn't be, like, this circular nature of shit because you think it's what you're supposed to do. And it's, like, the trendiness and whatnot. Well, what I kind of... To just expand on that, it's interesting how, like, because you rap about it, you're kind of putting out this, like, image, right? Well, you are, not like. You are putting out this image, but you're also kind of manifesting your 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 future in a sense, right? Like, you kind of have to bring these things to life and all these things. And I like how, <clears throat> if we connect it back to the track, following up, there was the line where he says, um, I'd rather go old chilling with my children, eating sandwiches on the porch with my feet up, uh, than beat the streets with savages looking for scraps to eat up. Where he's again, like showing you that I'd rather be with like my family, my community, and I'd, I'd rather be like really real where the roots of this started. So I thought that was also pretty cool. Um, drops a lot of really like, like not knowledge nuggets, um, which was also really cool. His, it took me a minute to get into his flow. Um, I'm, I'm used to like a lot of the rappers like rhyming every line and like doing a lot of that. And there's, he like, not, he's not afraid to just break that and just kind of say what he has to say. So that was also something I thought was cool. Um, I like how in verse two, he starts off with, watch for the shrapnel that spreads because it connects the, the, the explosion theme through mm. the, the last verse when he goes, uh, I when he goes, side chosen will spark the wicks of dynamite sticks. I'm holding T minus ten, then I'm then blowing. Right. I like how he connected that. That was super dope too. That gives that consistency. Um, it was pretty solid. It was pretty pretty solid. Um, I like something that stand out to me even in, in 2022 was suddenly gluttony is everybody's favorite sin. Mouths full with empty bellies. And for me, that just kind of stood out like we're all chasing you know, virality, fame, this, that, the next thing. And we're, we're pretending like like we have all these big 
big um you know luxurious things but in reality we don't even have like food or nothing like that like like in behind let's say like off camera we really ain't <laughs> ain't what we are that's kind of how i looked at that line i thought that was cool um i mean i'm just gonna probably pick this apart if you don't stop me um no, uh, like it's, the it's whole like glass we, it's it's cool it's gonna take seven hours <laughs> if you keep quoting every single line i stuck at you i'm sorry but like the audience of the past said fuck that shit quote a couple <laughs> not everything fair i mean fair i like i, I can go pick a couple like, of favorite like lines you have exemplified your point <laughs> in terms of quoting his like point of poetry i came prepared guys i came to make sure i was prepared <laughs> i um, love it though. overall though i did give this song a four on five i thought it was a really good start i thought that the beats was really cool it had this like comic book type of superhero vibe feel to it if i'm not mistaken if i'm not off but that was that was dope. So four on five for never heard. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to shut Chris down again. Like we got to a point where we literally were reading all the lyrics and we learned that it's like not the right move. There has to like quote a few lines here and there, maybe super and the the T minus ten blowing great great observation as an example. I'm not trying to hate on it. We're just on the flat adjusting y'all. Um honestly, I think all y'all said the right stuff about his writing. I wasn't as into his writing. I'll be honest with you on this track. It was cool. But here's the thing. Like, half the people I know who rap are basically doing this. And, like, I, I had this impression of, like, a lot of people I know who rap are less good than his, his like, actual ability to do flow. Like, I got really distracted by his flow. Like, his words is fine. It's just basic um, preachy shit, which is good values, and it's probably better food to eat and whatnot. Feels like eating healthy food, listening to the message, to be honest, a little bit. However... When I was listening to the way he placed his syllables across the flow, I was really impressed. And the way he has little precisions. And I was like, oh, you you really got an understanding of pockets and stuff that, like, I was really impressed by the way he enunciates and delivers stuff. But, like, I was way more into Blockhead's work. I had a lot of trouble focusing on him. Like, it, it like it's cool what he does, and I appreciate it. So if you're really into the introspective kind of, like, I guess – there's just a degree of like moral puralism, puritanism to what he does, right? Like, like you can see almost a condemnation of criminal raps in the pursuit of per, what he does. Like, if you're into this philosophy, so I feel like there's like, as much as it's like my shit's like dope, and I'm on this introspective path, it almost feels a little like judgy of everyone that's not pursuing that, without any real explanation other than my soul's purer than yours, which may be the truth, and I'm not even hating that. Um, that was just my takeaway from his ethics and whatnot. So I was like, fair enough. However, fair. he has really good values and it's whatnot, but like you literally need to share this guy's life goal to agree with what he's saying. Otherwise, you're going to be like me a little bit and be like, eh, I'm like half agreeing with you. So I'm less inclined to jump into it, which may not be what y'all want to hear. That's why I started out. The guy's an ill rapper, but like if you're and he's expressing his point of view to the world. That's why I'm saying if this is what you fuck with and if you are in line with this is beautiful. And I think his articulation is wonderful. And I think the way he does it all, I was just like, I just have a lot of trouble lately listening to that stuff in music. That's just where I'm at with it. So it was harder to get into the lyrics for me than maybe it should have been. But the beat is ridiculous. The scratching as a hook and everything was fucking wonderful. Like, Blockhead is a five on five on this. And so I'd give it a four. 
because it's a good song. I could rarely see myself honestly going back to this one. There are other songs I like on this project. It's a good way to start the project because it introduces you to him and it gives you a sense of where he's at and it gave me all of this impressions, like, right? And ironically, I do the same shit he's doing. So, like, it's not like I'm trying to come at it from a hypocrite. It's just, like, I get it. I'm literally trying in my life to be the same kind of person. So, like, it's no disrespect. I'm just trying to break down how I perceive the situation. So it's like a four on five to me. I like the way he raps. This is not my favorite version of his content display. Blockhead's brilliant, though. Oh, my gosh, is Blockhead brilliant. Um, So, yeah, that's what I thought about that. I appreciate all of you. Um, Next one. Let's have a Pillow of Dreams. All right, so what do y'all think about this Pillow of Dreams track? So, like, off the bat, I kind of felt like this track was an ode to, like, relaxation, kicking it back, kind of enjoying the time. Uh, Just with, like, the beginning of the hook, I feel like he's expressing how we live in this, like, loop of working every day. We're not really seeing life for really what it is or seeing what the world is because we just keep living through, like, the cycles and just day after day after day, which I thought was cool. Um, but then like, I also got this kind of like vibe that he's expressing. If you want to like be part of succeeding or like getting higher in the ranks, you kind of have to play this game of life and, and kind of play throughout like the way, whatever, like let's say corporations or, or just different ways that you kind of have to go through, which was kind of cool. Um, what I, what, what, what was weird was the hook was normal voice. And then the verse had this like like just effect on it um which was weird in like a good way because it was like that's an interesting way to kind of present a verse over a hook or a chorus in my opinion so that was cool for me um i like how he starts his verse off i talk to the stars and walk on clouds hold hands with lightning to strike fear for me i kind of felt like he was saying like i smoke weed and i kind of relax and and disappear into my world but like the lightning that i hold is with my lot my my lyrics and my bars and how i write so that was also pretty cool um i like how he said telegraph punches my poison of choice i felt like he's relating to social media relating to the media itself what we get from the news and stuff like that um but like I, th- I thought it was cool. I thought I thought it was just kind of more straightforward after listening to it a couple of times and being like, okay, so you want us to just detach ourselves from what everyone else is kind of like brainwashed to do and really just kind of enjoy life and find things and like find happiness and like the simpler things in a way. Um, for me, I gave this track a four on five. Mm, that's nice. fair. And you, Bonnie? Um, so I like the, what I assume, I'm not great at like picking out instruments necessarily, but I think it was Spanish guitar, um, that was being played at the beginning. So I kind of like that sound. Um, I like some of the lines like, see, I live for greatness as an example to my sons, I'll capture the sun. So he talks, Mm. you know, he, there, this, there is this kind of theme about capturing the sun. And I think it also is like because he does talk about, you know, as we kind of get into a little bit more um, about his son or sons, um, I think there's multiple. um, And so I think that that's kind of like a wordplay, like son and son. So um, I think that that's kind of cool. And I think that he's just trying to be like a good father and show that, you know, life can be like taken into your own hands and you can capture greatness. 
um, which is a good message. And he's trying to like show that like he can be great to his sons. Um, and he does talk uh, about nature and, you know, having an appreciation for it. So he's kind of like giving lessons to his sons through his music as well. Um, I thought it was like a good beat and like cool mixing um, and like, you know, just like honest thoughts. Um, and it ends with like a like a reverb line saying like, I'll capture the sun. So that's clearly like the theme that we're getting. Um, so yeah, I think this is cool. I think his sons will appreciate this. Uh, 4.4 on five. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one more. I feel like I like his introspection. Um, it feels mm-hmm. like a conversation with himself. And I think that's the thing I relate most to this guy's music. Um, that vibe, which is why like in the last one, I wasn't trying to like judge him. It was like his introspection and my introspection might not line up on that one, but I feel like they line up more on this one. And it makes me feel like, okay, this is an interesting set of thoughts. That's more focused on his level of achieving growth in his life, but also bracing with like the realities of life, you know, like daily operations in the cycle of the orthodox repetitious waste of time i believe in you as long as you don't leave this box you know that's an interesting criticism of the modern ebbs and flow of how people kind of go about their daily day and the use of orthodox kind of ties it into religious habitual behavior you know like that kind of cleverness is there but then you have that whole moment like you hear it right away, face pains and pantomimes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I might need a thesaurus yeah. for this motherfucker or something. Like, I might need to literally bust out the dictionary for this track. And then you get to these lines, like the one Bonnie quoted, that are just so simply and cleanly and easy to digest delivered. And it's like, I like him better when he's doing the simpler stuff. That's just my personally. Because, like, a song like this has such an airy and easy to listen to beat that I don't know that I really want to put that much effort into it. And this is me. Y'all can like it. I know a lot of people love putting that effort in. And as a review, I'm supposed to try to present it as I perceive it. So you based on your taste and not criticize anyone. So like, if you're into that like deep thinking shit, this is nice. And when you do deep think, the message is pretty cool. It's like find yourself and achieve the greatness because at the end of the day, the entire world is trying to level you down to some mediocrity. And I fucks with that super heavy. And I think it's cool that he put this out there. And I think Blockhead just came at it with such, like, it's just a whole other genre of music that he's tapping into to make this beat, but still makes it cohesive. I love the, it almost feels country or folky or something at the beginning. And you're like, like, that's why I like the Spanish guitar. Like, yeah, it gives you that kind of. And like, then he kicks in with the rhythms. At one point, it's like he brings this drum cadence in and it's just fucking wicked. And like, I found myself again almost not listening to illogic because blockheads production uh, is dope and to give illogic all credit the way he uses his voice as an instrument blends into the beat Mm -hmm. so well that you really don't actually have to pay attention to him and it still sounds like an amazing experience this song i I really really enjoyed this one more this one i felt was like way more at least like on an energy level that like i don't know it hit me right and i found it weird because the first time i heard this beat i was like get the fuck out of here with this country rap ass hump you know like that was my first reaction and i'm gonna give y'all some advice this isn't a one listen charlie you gotta maybe give this a couple listens like your first listen's like a bit of a palate cleanser getting yourself into the vibe but then when you really let it like sink a bit it's nice, but like if you had asked me what I thought about this track on my first listen, it was fuck this song. And this time around, I'm like, it's a cool 4.25. It's enjoyable. It's a good song. But if you're not into it, you're not going to be into it. 
Um, but at least I think like I fucks with the content of this song a lot, and I fucks with the idea of being an example to your offsprings, and I just love the idea of chasing greatness. So for me, it lined up all super perfect. That's all I gotta say about that one. Shut up, Blockhead. Oh. Well, how about we go uh, capture the sun, guys? Let's do it. It did get hotter. Yo, it got wild. Y'all remember when it was warm in December and I was riding my bicycle because there was no snow? Anyway, how did you feel about the song, uh, people? Which one of you wants to go first? I don't know. Y'all can decide. All right, so I'll start. Um, so this is the title track. Um, so, And we also have Slug from Atmosphere on here. Shout out, so that's Slug. that's cool. Um, so yeah, Logic said that Capture the Sun means... Uh, basically to never stop going after your dreams and it also relates back to his grandmother encouraging him um and like you know he you know that he would hold success in his hands if he worked hard towards his dreams so that's what she taught him um lots of like cool like good wordplay in here and his flow is on point um the beat is like super funky and i liked it a lot um i liked the sample at the end of the song um slug on the hook was fine you know uh overall nice song i liked it uh, i gave it a 4.6 on 5 um so like i like the song uh, i like Uh-oh. i like the lyrics i like what they're Uh-oh. saying but mm-hmm, w- can mm-hmm. we just address the stupid part in the hook? The stupid. What's the stupid oh, part? Oh, I like that. That is like the, the hook is a little. No, I like this hook. Are you guys? What are you it, it saying? This was so good. Nah, nah, what? Nah, bro. No, no, you're incorrect. No, my foot is I'm sorry. Down. I'm sorry. You're not correct. Down. I'm like. That was an ill hook. That was one of my favorite parts of the song. I mean, you're right for your perception. Like I like how he's explaining. Okay, so when he starts off, he uh he was drenched in broken smiles, open arms, and shattered hearts. I was like, okay, I like how you're showing us who you are and like where kind of like how people have affected you over the years and stuff. That's dope. And you're not gonna give up. You're gonna you're gonna go for your goals. You're gonna you're gonna achieve. You're gonna be that role model. Great. Yeah. And then you bring in that stupid ah, bro. Like, it's so good. <laughs> nah, nah, bro. I get the point of it, right? Because it's supposed to be like this heavenly. Oh, like really high spiritual thing and you're like capturing the sun yeah, but, but i'm like but think about what nah, he's saying dude, on the hook cool. bro i have to interject no, I, I, the I whole guess. song's okay, almost like in that hook kind of being like effectively man plans god laughs that's the hook that's 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 cool so think it's about bad. it right it adds a juxtaposition to the message of perfection by having the hook go in that abstract weird direction to add the pain of all the dark twisted shit that's going to come into your planning it's going to be a gray obscure Listen, experience with this ethereal I, haunting sound which I, is kind of like life myself, so to me i'm I like edits and- oof, that's some fire <laughs> I Shut am up. one for Blockhead. Like the abstract creativity and expressing your stuff, but that was bad. No, it wasn't. That was, bad. <laughs> that was very bad. I don't appreciate your use of the um, word that one. <laughs> I like what he says in verse two. I speak with action because talk is cheap. Admission is pay attention. Every purchase is a priceless masterpiece to pass to your children. I thought that was really a cool like knowledge nugget to pull from this because it's like, for me, that was everything I've purchased, whether it be like an actual house or a car in in like the future i'm sorry or even i was like, like those are like, your first experience. no no but like, you own a like, house and a car 
Little do y'all know. I was like, what is Chris doing in spare time lately? Chris um, bust no, out the secret like... OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's like even even like just to having like buying like the PlayStation, the laptop, the TVs, or like just things I've invested in. It's like I could pass that down as just like whatever memories or things that I can use in my family. And I think that that's cool. And I thought that was cool how he how he used that. And I and I, I just tried to like associate it with other things as well, like just knowledge and experiences and just like things that you get. I don't I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was a maybe I put more deepness into that line. I thought it was cool. Um, another line that I I thought was cool, but I don't really think I know was I last so ambiguity and rest in rested on the horizon, hogtied pain for you to see a pure heart to confide in. Lost today in a pack of smokes, found tomorrow in Jurin's hopes. Is that a Dragon Ball Z reference? I looked up Jurin and then I kept getting Dragon Ball Z. I'm probably wrong, but like I, 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 I don't know. We I could, thought we that could was Google it right now while we're discussing. I, I did. Also and what's beautiful is World of Warcraft character. Well, there we go. Uh, this well, could uh, hopefully be good. No, it's not bad. Also, League of Legends. Ooh, lol. Oh. So, um, I don't know. I don't really know what that means. Know. If y'all know, watching, stuff. we would highly appreciate y'all letting us know in the comments. Y'all know how we do up in here when we don't know. We are very comfortable <laughs> saying that. And one last, last thing before I, I give him a grade that I also wanted to, to stood out was what he, what Illogic said in the uh, the beginning of the second verse. Honesty lies when the sun falls asleep. So we find truth in the moonlight for, uh, for the cycle of it. And we love it. And I was like, that's actually really real. How like in. Thank you. Sorry, like my cat just like knocked no, over. We a bunch appreciate of shit. your cat um, fucking up your place. Your cat is listening <laughs> to Three Six Mafia, Tata Club up, and we just not in the same vibe. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I like I like how that for me that was really relatable and very real because just like your cat, we I feel like we change at night. I feel like we're more honest. I took it as like parties and kind of getting intoxicated a little bit at night and being a little bit more free with yourself and honest when you're having conversations with people and you know what, like maybe not even intoxication, but like just lying in bed with your girlfriend or something like that. And you're just having like these really honest conversations with each other or like just about life and stuff uh, like just two o'clock in the fucking morning or something like that. And that was really cool. Cause I was like, that that's real life. Like that's just not something that you percept you yourself do in your lyrics or your life. This is like very relatable to I I believe very relatable to a lot of people. And I thought that was also really like cool. So, um, but overall, I gave the track a three point nine on five. Oh, that, that chorus is too nah, good, yeah, bro. <laughs> no, I'm out here. Listen, oh. listen, no, my foot is down, Your bro. Foot that down doesn't bad. mean anything. To I had me. to. I had to. I, I was like, no, it's a four. And Look, then my heart. And all the chromies like, out nah, there. All the chromies can support that. That's fine. We get it. But <clears throat> I don't know. We're trying to come up with with, with like terms. <laughs> I, I don't think chromies is one we want to use. I think that's already a thing. No, chroming is a thing. Chromies is totally No, no, chromies. I'm pretty sure chromies is a thing. Here, right. talk about your, your things. All right, and come I'll up with up. your fan people. Um, <laughs> what's the name for the Chris? Chromtopians. That's a lot. That's I already a, got it. Chromtopians. That's it. That's a wordy thing to say, though. Chromtopians. I'm a chromtopian. Right. Bro, I've already got no, the homies fair. saying it. It's all good. All right. Okay, fair. You mean the chromies? The chromies. Also, I by like the chromies. Way, chromies on Urban Dictionary, since I've already got it, is uh, stem cap. 
It's, it's chromies, a.k.a. valves, stem cap. If you don't know what it means, here's the definition for it. The caps that keep the air from coming out of your tires. Bro, you can totally Those also not- call your fan chromies. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is not my fan. That is not like a definition <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. You're cool enough to take... dictionary is shiny ass. I'm sorry, but you have the power, Chris. You have the power to take a term and make it what you want. Anyway. So, uh, I had this weird moment while I was, like, listening to this song where I'm like, this sounds like half the shit I just wrote for Yo Mare Penguin. I found these on Instagram. Now, I mean, I realized this whole project is basically conceptually the same project I just did. Just this introspection. I feel some shit. I write some shit. And it's all, like, with this positive twist of trying to expel the lessons of wisdom that you've gained over failure with <laughs> your people. And I'm like, wow, that's really weird. Like, like, it was a weird moment for me. But I really enjoyed this song. Uh, I like his poetry. I don't know why I hear myself still, but I like his poetry a lot. Um, it's pretty dope. I think the way he does it is really cool. I feel like I write more simple than him, which is cool because I know a lot of people really enjoy that abstractness. And I think sometimes when you come across a message that you really do believe in and somebody's kind of taking it in a different direction, it's really interesting. So I like his poetry, even though it's not really my go-to style these days. But if I was like 2012 me, I'd be like geeking on this shit, calling it like five on fives across the board to be honest with you it's just more where i'm at with it now is different um for me the verses are okay they're really great bars but i found that part was less memorable whereas the hook this was the first hook on the album or the moment i had like show like that was my first moment the same shit that chris hated was one of my first favorite parts i thought that i actually thought it was slug at first that did the first part and then i realized it was a logic but Slug's contribution and contrast sounds really wonderful. And I just like the words. Time is always there, but the moment's never perfect. Vision's not so clear, but the feeling seems so worth it. Who the fuck isn't on the grind feeling that? Like, that to me was one of the most... I almost wish I wrote that bar. Like, I wish I wrote that. That could have worked on my project, but I didn't write it. He wrote it. And then everything Slug says is cool because it's almost like a contrast. Like, cause, like Slug feels like, I don't know, the more successful older brother coming through. Like, yeah, bro, I'm co-signing you. Let's get to the stars. And I fucking love the vibe of it. It feels really cool. And I like the contrast in their melodies and everything. And I think that's part of it, too, is the embracing of the melodies. It's more songy to me than the verses, which is more abstract conversation. Um, so I super enjoy that. I see the hydrate. Um, but um, anyway, I really enjoyed this song. I'll give it a 4.5. Would I really go back to it a lot? No. But I, I could see myself being in the perfect mood to listen to this, and it would be like a really good use of time for me. I would really enjoy it. Um, on that note, today is a beautiful Sunday. Um, I thought it was actually a really cool vibe. It gave me this like block party in the streets dj set up the tent type vibe really which is all like just the excitement and the beat and just like the the happiness that i got from it so that was really cool um it 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 was pretty straightforward it didn't really feel like it had anything super like oh my god this is super outstanding like really intricate uh, really like in-depth for me but it was just you know enjoy life thanking god for being alive which i thought was cool I like when he said blessed to breathe oxygen again. I was like, all right, 
that's a really like posh way of saying, you know, blessed to to wake up and be breathing. But I thought it was cool. It, it, it still fits. It is a like posh wave. Posh. That's a good definition. Yes. He's posh. <laughs> He's a posh it lyricist. It's fucking fancy as shit, bro. That's that ring a ding parkour <laughs> shit. Um Did somebody so- say depression? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's coming. Oh that's anyway. funny. Um and if so, you don't know, like, <laughs> Um, I thought I thought that was actually really cool. I like how he's like reminiscing of lost friends and family. I thought that also kind of stuck to me as well because I sometimes in the morning it's it's not like I sometimes in the morning get these these waves of just like thinking of people and and thinking of just like like old family members and old memories and stuff. And it generally happens in the morning more than it does throughout the day. And I feel like it's because I'm more busy during that time. I'm with, with work, with the mm-hmm. busing and this, that, and the next thing. So I thought that was cool how he acknowledges that he, he he's like aware that these are happening. Cause I feel like the hook is like, you know, it was 845 on a beautiful Sunday. This is like setting it in the morning. Right. So I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, like um, that's, that's, that's really kind of what I took from it. I gave it a 4.5 on five. Cause it's really just one of those really hyped up tracks and, and, yeah, like it's one of those Chris Chrome tracks, and I'm vibing to it. It hit my playlist. So. Yo, all you Chromies out there, boom, for your playlist. <laughs> You're going to lose this one, Chris. Chromies is coming. Nice. Or Chromtopians. We'll put it up for debate. We'll make a shirt run one day, Chromies or Chromtopians, and we'll do a whole merch run on that. See with the- I, I already have an idea. I want to – wait, wait. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. All right, your lady friend, Bonnie. All right, so um, I think that there's like some sitar on the beat, so I thought that that was kind of like funky and unique. Um, we also have this song is featuring Taylor Francis, who like he's there. Um, <laughs> sorry, Taylor. Uh, uh, so this one has like some like hype energy. It's got like really good like mixing and scratching. It sounds really cool. Um, he's just like. Like you were saying, like he's just feeling blessed to be alive each day. He's waking up and he's being appreciative and thankful. And like, you know, he's just doing his like checking in with himself and that he lives each day and he just keeps, you know, hoping to see the sun every day. Um, And that again is kind of like sun, sun, like his sons and the sun. So he's just happy to be alive and and see these beautiful Mm. kids and to see the beautiful sun. Um, And for me, like it was a little bit cheesy but it's a a good message uh of hope and thankfulness nonetheless um and then this this song in particular is kind of where um blockhead gets to show off a bit since the song is four minutes and 12 seconds and like there really aren't that many lyrics so it's a lot more just like beat and like him mixing and just kind of playing around and i think that that was cool so I also gave it a 4.5 on 5. I thought it was well done. Yeah. Really, really quick, Holden. Um, just with, with what Bonnie said, uh, that also stuck out because I was like, yo, I forgot that my inspiration for letting a lot of my beats just kind of play out on some of the tracks I make comes from these older projects. I was like, yo, this is where I, I remember getting it from. So, yeah, that was also a really cool tool. That's it. Um, I really thought Blockhead just stole this shit. <laughs> like... 
Not to say that like Illogic isn't amazing on it, because really this is my favorite delivery he's done on the project so far too. Um, but with what Bonnie said, I think it's actually interesting, and I didn't notice it until like just now how much she does play on the term "sun" throughout this album and all the different iterations and ways it can be used over and over again, which creates this level of cohesiveness that I really, really respect. I respect when artists can do that and make the project feel more complete because of these little subtle cues. Um, lyrically, it's really just, I guess it's a it's a good sunday morning song honestly like you wake up and i i feel like it's appreciation that's the the, the main and also because like sunday is like god's day so it is sort of like he's being you know especially appreciative you know because it's like the day that you would go to church or something like that you know i also feel like it's everybody's slowest day in our culture um and so like with that it, it feels like you're it's like you know you just stop and smell the roses and shit and then just to have the appreciation for the things that you have in life. Like, I don't know about y'all, but it's far too easy to, especially when you're a planner and your head is like in the clouds and in the future, to forget what the fuck is in your face and to just like stop and look back. So I feel like it's a really cool song for that purpose. But instead of just being like the message, it's more like this upbeat makes you almost want to move a bit, but still vibe kind of sound that blockhead gives us and the scratching and the everything that just feels like this full composition where illogic instead of trying to rap really cool almost takes on a more singy expressive delivery and i'm just like yo that was the absolute right choice for this song because it's like it's beautiful to listen to the way he just kind of adds a little note here or there and expresses it like i don't really care that much about the bars they're super straightforward and they do what they do, and they're really great at every level. I got nothing negative to say about it. It's like, yo, I just would enjoy listening to this song. Is it my go-to? No, but it's like one of those songs I feel like I would put on when I was in a cranky Magoo pants phase, which can happen, and then I need to mm -hmm. not be in a cranky Magoo pants phase. So it would be like a good song for that kind of purpose in life. I think it's really beautiful. So yeah, it's a beautiful Sunday, 4.5. It's a nice one. Um, let's talk about bridges. Bridge the gap, motherfucker. <clears throat> so yeah, Chris, what do you think about this one? <clears throat> this one had more of a coming off the last track. It had more of like a somber, deeper vibe to it. Um, I felt like this was more personal, uh, more than a lot of the other tracks. Like a lot of the tracks are very personal, of course, but like this, this one references, you know, how we find out he had cancer in his retina when he was two. Uh, he seems to be talking to his mother and it was in a, in a way kind of like addressing how things may be hard for her, which was also really uh, it, it, like cool to see how he's like acknowledging that and, you know, aware of like how possibly like being a mother could be difficult. Um, I like the line, I've been marked for death since the womb, umbilical cord around my neck, I barely made it out. Like, that's that's like a natural thing, though, like, right? Like, the, like you, you, well, it's it's not natural, but like, you, you, you come out, the umbilical cord's there, and it's crazy how he's like, looping that in, um, kind of giving you this like, right at birth, before I even figured out I had cancer, like somebody was trying to already take me out in a sense. Um, so that was that was cool. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have much 
it was kind of just like it is what it is for me myself. <laughs> uh, I like. I like that. <laughs> like it's just it's kind of is what it is. It's two minutes of spitting. Um, I, yeah. ha- I like when he addresses uh, as my father before me an absent landlord. I like how he used the term landlord and in, in like referencing like a father builds the foundation or like kind of like being there for the household. So that was cool. Um, and how like he wants to be a better father for his son. So that was also dope. Um, you know, it was it was it was, a, it was a pretty solid track. Like it, it, it was consistent with what we've had so far. So uh, 4.2 on five for me. Thanks. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, more or less in, you know, agreement with what Chris said, um, is, is, uh, you know, a little bit more serious sounding, um, you know, and it does sound like he's talking about like some, you know, that he was betrayed by someone and he's about to burn bridges and, you know, it is necessary to do that sometimes and walk away and not look back. Um, and if that's what he needs to do, then that's what he needs to do. Um, Henny is talking about like how he's kind of struggled a little bit, you know, through life. And um, I too had the umbilical cord around my neck. So, you know, a logic and I have something, you know, in common. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's just like real feelings. It's quick to the point. It's, you know, a minute 53 seconds. So it's quite short. Um, so 4.35 on five. I mean, I like the song in terms of its placement on the project because it kind of goes from the fact is, okay, so here's the thing. When you are trying to do all the optimism, hopeful shit, this is what happens. Like, you're going to deal with the negative aspects that come with that. It's weird to say, but, like, I suppose that you're going to have negative thoughts, negative emotions, negative experiences, all kinds of stuff like that that are going to take place on it. And I like the fact that from the point that he had just such a beautiful Sunday song to almost getting slapped with the stark reality of just different experiences, it's a kind of cool contrast from a placement perspective. Um, And I I do like the fact that he got personal, especially because you know he's going to reference that cancer thing later on on the project. And like it makes it again feel like this is like the informational interlude to make later on shit make sense, to be honest. That's what I took from this. Like, <clears throat> when you watch a video game sequence that just is there to tell you a bunch of exposition that otherwise, that will just make other shit slap better. That's kind of how I took this song. That's almost maybe why it's called Bridges, because it's got a bunch of bridging information. And it's just like this, this two minutes of him spitting his thoughts. And... Um, I kind of like the vibe that we were on and I feel like it took me in a different direction. I I think the song needs to be here for the purpose of the greater project, but it really wasn't one of my favorites. It's like, uh, oh, that's cool. And then I got the information he communicated to me and I was ready to move on. And when we re-listened to it, other songs gave me more of a replayable vibe than this one. But that's just my take on it. I even because like it's so like focused on the rhymes, like Blockhead almost takes a huge step back on this one, and it's like, and I get it because it's like again, it's an exposition track. Like I don't know how else to put it. This this album has almost this emotional movie playing out, and that's the purpose of this. So for me, it's like a three point seven or something. Like I really would not listen to it a lot again. But it's a no disrespect to it. And that's how I see this song. All right. Well, Live from the Horizon yeah. is up next. All right. What's so, up? like, what's up, Chris? I like his storytelling on this track. Um, 
I like how he gives us this atmosphere that he's at a bar and he's kind of drinking and he's dealing with whatever thoughts he's feeling with uh, the pressures of life, the pressures of maybe not believing in himself so much. Um, that was something that really stood out to me throughout the project so far was he's very good at, at like descriptively telling these stories. And I get mm-hmm. like a really good picture of what he's trying to say. So I like that. I, I like that a lot. Um I don't know. It 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 was boppy. It had that energy vibe to it. Um, maybe I, I may have like overplayed it a bit, and now I'm kind of like it. It just it is what it is as per the song. Um, but it, 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 it like you know, this song is real flash here. It's got a little so, more sugar than substance, a little bit, which I agree with. And literally, Holden's like they're bopping while we're kind of listening to it, and I'm just here like, yeah, like it's it's a good song. I acknowledge that it's a good song, but I, I guess I'm just like, mm, it doesn't really kind of hit as much anymore. Um, I do like how he addresses again, they're trying to chain us to the monkey mechanism system. Again, that like, like trying to be oof. connected to the, anyway, go on. Well, for, for me, I took it as like, you know, the, the, the system and, and working and trying to be in that rat race to continue moving forward. And like, there's really this, like, he has this like big pushback on like following everyone else, which is something else that stands out with me. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I am not just gonna babble on for nothing. Um, I also got confused with like live from the horizon. It, it felt like it was is horizon the bar. I think that's something that I also thought of. Like horizon was the bar he's talking about, or something. Mm, if you look okay. on the album cover, it's a horizon. Mm, there's there's if you're there's on the that horizon there's trying that. to capture the sun. That you know what I, I feel mm-hmm. uh mm, mm, very pretty good. And I left this song with a four on five. It's 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 good. It's a it's a good track. Yeah, um, I liked it too. Uh, I thought this like the beat was like pretty pretty dope. Um, like I like the way Logic was rhyming, like his flow, and like the way he like spits is like really cool. Like like the way that he like controls or I don't know, like the way, just the way he spits is cool. Um, like I didn't really necessarily necessarily relate to what he was like saying so much on this album like on an album on this song um but i like the way he spit his lines like i liked you know it does feel like a little bit like he's questioning pondering his uh faith in god and at the same time like kind of like relating that back to like his own life if that makes sense anyways um I like it. I don't have too much more to say about this one. I just thought it was dope. Uh, give it a 4.5 on 5. It feels like <clears throat> he's jaded. Like, just tired of shit. Like, toe tag him for the cynicism sideshow. Evidently, somebody heard him. Fair enough. I actually really relate to this, and I feel like I am basically may as well have just done the same thing that he did here, if I'm being completely honest with y'all. Like, I would be in any kind of hypocrisy to judge the in any of that because, like, it's fair. When you're hurt, you got to, like, express that, and I feel like that's what he's Which doing. Which ties here. into bridges as well, like burning bridges and, like, that kind of thing. But man is this abstract to a point where, like, I do not want to put the effort in. I know that might just be on me, but, like, when Chris read that line, I'm like, man, monkey mechanism system. Like, sometimes I think rappers, and this is my opinion. You do not have to agree with me. But I think 
people try to say shit in the most complicated way possible to sound like extra like poetic with it but like i don't know if it really hits me like that anymore i'm like it's cool but that could have been said like i guess and maybe for again for some people it's really good like people some people love tool the band and some people don't love tool the band so like i'm not like the harbinger of truth here i'm just like I listen to some of these bars and I'm like, man, I I just don't want to try that hard to think about them. But when I stopped listening to the bars and I just focused again on his delivery and the way the beat flows together and everything, it's really nice. But his overuse of alliteration in the hook, like the fifth time you hear the chorus in a row, you're like, by the end of this first listen of the song, you're tired of the hook. That's what happened to me. I was tired of the hook and because it's just like this overuse of alliteration. It's not like overly clever. It feels a little forced and contrived in order to create this effect of alliteration. And I'm like, eh, so 2013, back when Tech 9 and then we're doing it. <laughs> and, and I'm not even being hyperbolic. It's a very 2013 thing to just drop a bunch of alliteration out of nowhere. And it all felt kind of forced when you look back on it. So, like, that's when this album came out. That's when Tech 9 was throwing that down everyone's throat in the world of independent music. So, that's what I thought about it. Um, otherwise, I like it. I like the song a lot. And I think for people that really do want to go back and listen to a track 17 times to break down the nuances of a line like Monkey Mechanism System and how Van Gogh my lobes before I ever stretch an ear to listen, which is cool because Van Gogh chops off his ear, whatever. Like, I get it. But like it's fire though. That's but that's the thing is like for that's me fire. it was like eh, okay. Like that's what that's my reaction to it. I didn't get the fireness on it. I like the delivery, I like everything else, but I would just not really pay attention to what he's saying when I listen to this one to be you honest. You know what with it you. is? Or you know what I think it is? What? I think it's fire because I haven't heard it. But like if you've heard a lot of music that does similar to what he writes or kind of like you know crosses like the line of what he does I, I could see where it's like maybe that line or how some of these lines are not super fire the mm. way i think they're fire Yo, you know what I mean? is making a fair point alliteration's been around since time i just feel like all of that is personal to me that's why i tried to preface shit like it's my experience but i'm not really mm. the be all end all but that to me is what it felt like it also felt like contrived alliteration, not like super dope alliteration, where it's just smooth and like the sentences are fire. But it felt like, nah, I'm going to force some shit together to like both tell a great concept, but also employ this poetic technique because I can. That was my impression of that hook. It's like a because I can feel rather than this is the right choice for like re-listenability. But then again, I know for a fact somebody going to be there like, nah, this is the fiery shit I ever heard. And they're right too. Cause that's fair. It's not like I, I, you know, like that's how this works a bit. Um, yeah. So music's mad personal. And I don't believe there's such a thing as an objective reviewer. It just doesn't exist. Um, so like for me, it sounds a 3.8. It's cool, but it didn't draw me like some of the other ones did. Um, mm. it's fine. It's justified. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's ju well, I justified it in my opinion. I'm supposed to say, yo, I'm super hella biased to songs that both incorporate cyberpunk dystopian themes and criticisms of modern culture, fucking systemic oppressions and shit. I'm a sucker for that shit. This song. Blueprints, nice. in my opinion, it's 
the flow, the oh my bar gosh. structure. He's good. That, like, like, oh. I like that. Like, I'm I'm a little bit biased, and I know it because I like those flows. It's it just it rings off the every every line the was just sharp <laughs> and, and clean, going to and, the point. Oh, I, cut yeah, you like I a really sword. Blueprint really outshone um, Illogic on this track. Uh, the storytelling was just way better on point. The like, like I was really like Chris Crow moment, classic Chris Crow moment. I was really <laughs> sitting there like with him, looking out the window, watching the girl, and and like waiting for the cops with him. Like that was that was dope. I mean, okay, I also did this when I was like really high and I, like tired at night, but. <laughs> um, it, it was it's dope, dude. The, the whole song is dope. I gave it, uh, I gave it a four point eight on five. I thought it was really powerful. Like just overall, the message, the 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 meaning behind it, the way that you get both sides of like the 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 the, the community, and how like everything around in the community or the society is kind of acting, uh, kind of happening. And for Illogic's part, it's like just like him himself like as like the black man uh individually so that was also really cool as well too uh 4.8 on 5 nice um yeah i mean this is a pretty it's an, i mean it's a you know his true story it's their true stories um and this is about um you know both of them just kind of being black men and how like black people and black men are like treated in america and like the things that they go through and like the constant barrage of like racism like in his face or in their faces or you know whatever and there were some lines that were like I mean, pretty like hard hitting, like if a piggy's at the market, please don't reach into your pocket because accidents happen when the black men try to get their wallets. So obviously like a cop is going to shoot someone just for getting, you know, taking out his wallet. Um, Hoses turn gavel, citizens lynched by laws. Injustice is the nooses they dangle us from all along, gasping for polluted air we breathe deep. So like, just like everywhere they go it's like even if they're free and they're outside and whatever they're still breathing in because of uh racism um a lot of uh black people are kept in more polluted areas than in clean areas and they have less trees and things like that there's just like all you know it's just a perfect storm really um so it's like no matter what like somehow or another they're being um treated like crap and it is justified as the song says um and they're just you know and then in uh blueprints first you know he's basically just talking about like how you know he sees violence within his community and you know how they're neglected by police like the police don't even show up and like okay they'll send an ambulance and take you to like to you know to the hospital or whatever but no cops are going to show up no they don't care um and because they're only seen as the criminals and well, not I think people the line who need is, help. Like calling the emergency, they don't send the police, they send an ambulance. And he says, Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, 911. Yeah. yeah. And so like that's it. That's more racism. And he also mentions redlining, which is, you know, uh, probably is also fire. It's fucking because people yeah. die when racism and redlining intersect. Yeah, yep. exactly. It's like, you know, and you know, because they're being like excluded from like 
white society and the privileged people um, that like they don't even get like the same services and even though they're paying the same taxes and things like that, you know, so just shitty. So it's uh, a hard message and it's unfortunate, unfortunately, like, you know, their reality. Um, So I gave it a 4.5 on five. It was pretty good. Sounds like proper in terms of like the overall sound of it. I think they both come in differently, but it's so interesting to see the contrast of Blueprint and like Block, uh, sorry, Blueprint and Illogic. Cause like Illogic, the type of guy to be like, if a piggy at the market, please don't reach into your pocket. And then you have to like really think about it, break it down. What's he trying to say? I mean, it's, that one might be obvious, but like it's super mm-hmm. abstract and like etc. And then Blueprint's blunt. It's just blunt fucking to the point really clear like there's no misinterpreting it and i thought that was super interesting to see the contrast of style because like you know you know a bunch of people gonna be like the logic does the doper shit and a bunch of people like myself is gonna say blueprint does the doper shit here and i really like the fact that blueprint blueprint comes in with that sharp brevity like sometimes it's good to be direct i think especially on topics like this but meanwhile that poetic substance that illogic brings to the table is going to be that shit that makes some people want to go back but me like nah i felt like every line that blueprint gave was a direct rally cry of astute journalism whereas illogic was introspectively sharing feelings um not to say that it's like incorrect it's just two different things and my preference happens to lie with the 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 more blueprint approach to it that's what I like more these days, the simplicity, the sharpness, the like using the right eight words to directly say what you mean. But it's so hard that like you can't help it. You got to say it again. Whereas the other stuff is kind of like, oh, that's clever. And then I got it. I unlocked the puzzle and I no longer feel a desire to go back to it. That's kind of where I'm at with that shit. So I like this song and I think it's extra cool because you get to see that contrasting opinions. And it, the message is so important that it's covered by all the sides of it and it's worth noting that as um illogic points out in his little website interview thing he has um that this was written before the trayvon martin and the popularization of some of these topics through media and it was just something he felt really strongly because he does list a bunch of people killed by the police and stuff and i really respect it when people use their platforms to speak from the heart on subjects like that (laughs) And it adds versatility yeah. to the project. It, it shows that it's not just like about him. And now it feels more like about a bigger topic, right? And his position in the bigger topic. And I really like that transition on the album. Because, yo, if it had kept going, maybe it wouldn't have been like the most amazing album. But as time went on, like as the album progresses, he hits you with new things to think about. And he will keep doing that, which is why I think this project is totally worth, like it's worth continuing and you're not like, completely left with some shit well hold on it's like a four four point two is it not you're not left with some shit like where's the exit all right chris how are you feeling about this one so um i like i like that oasis sounding type of vibe that it starts off with like kind of feeling like you're walking through like like the egyptian desert oasis type feel like that's how it goes like this this like (laughs) mythical place right i thought that was cool um but like i just i felt like this song was a little bit lackluster um the the bars were expected the flow was expected it's like yeah i I, by now i know you can do what you could do but like it it just kind of felt like another just 
I'm thinking of shit. I'm I'm kind of feeling like, you know, am I going to really make it through? Am I really going to succeed? Am I really going to get through my goals? Um, but it just, it didn't have that same kick for me. Like it just, I, I don't know. It, it, it just, I don't know. Um, I did, however, though, uh, like the, the chorus, the, 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 or like the hook or the sample or the weird edit kind of effect that was on his voice. That was super cool. I did like that. Um, I liked when he said, I liked when he said, uh, stop, drop and roll. It uh, won't expel the flames. The surface of the puzzle looks put together, but underneath it's incomplete. I like how, again, he's kind of giving you this, like, you're only seeing what they want you to see. You don't really look beyond it. You're not really going further to see what else is really happening. Um, I like how he's also uh, then like the throwing back shots for vodka to numb it. I was like, okay, that's like pretty simple. You're trying to numb the pain or like numb some of the thoughts, but I like how he's like enemy in, in the corners of my life, laughing and loving it. It's like, I think that was relatable. I, I I've been there. I've seen like people, you know, like your haters, if you want to essentially, kind of put it that way in simple terms uh and then i liked what he said trying to make molehills out of mountains struggling like the opposite of what the actual phrasing is and how he wants to like reduce a lot of his problems and kind of like shrinking i dislike the song for nearly everything you just said you like those are the things that really fucking bothered me it was like that is just basic like not that amazing poetry (laughs) like it's it's simple juxtapositions of shit a little bit like cool i've literally heard that bar before not like hyperbolically i have heard that i'm pretty like multiple anyway i'm not trying to hate and say that you can't reuse it i'm just saying like i don't think you quoted a single bar to me that was brilliant in this song like they were just all regular bars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not fair enough i that that's like these are just things i kind of like about the song but like which, which is fair i'm not overall? trying to say that people won't like it I'm no right, like, right 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 you just quoted a bunch of regular shit at me <laughs> <laughs> I did leave the song with a four on five though. It's just it 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 it's like here, listen to this. It's illogic and blockhead, and it's like it'll work. You're not gonna not like it. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, it's good like that. Um, like it has a nice beat, so block blockhead, you know, killing it again. Um, and then sort of a logic is like kind of wondering, you know, sometimes like life is hard and uh you know he's just kind of dealing with like mental stresses and anxieties and wonders kind of if his faith is strong enough to like see him through like the hard times and to not seek the exit like not like die or kill himself and things like that and kind of you know that end of life stuff um and that even though he's kind of looking for the exit um, he will find it one day, you know, as we all do, but um, he's just kind of like getting through, you know, situations and his troubles and struggles and, you know, every day. So, um, yeah, I gave it a 4.25. It was fine. I mean, like, I feel like I don't want to come off like a hater or a negative, but I had a lot of trouble getting into this one, too, because I was I was seriously hit with this big sense of deja vu like the whole way through like i've heard this before but i heard this before like 10 minutes ago level of i just heard this before and maybe it's just like sometimes i get burnout in the middle of an album when like it's too much of the same thing and justified was really cool i felt like we were going in a new direction but instead it just like hooked me right back to where we were before and like 
I got this big sense of been here, done that. Like, just a big sense of it. Even down to the sounds. Like, like I wish there was, like, a, a hook or something. Like, a, like a good one. Not just the scratching or whatever. And maybe that's... So, I know some people geek on the scratching. And I respect that. And I like the fact that it's there. But I feel like just everything about this was too familiar for me. This okay. couple of tracks later from, like... I don't remember which one it was. But one of the earlier ones just felt like this. Same topic. Same general themes. And I feel like the tone did shift. Now he's in this position of leadership. Now he's being more cognizant of his position whereas the earlier version of this track was more before acknowledging the ownership of the platform and the things like that so i do want to give it its credit it's kind of different but not enough different for me like inherently if this was the first version i heard of it i would probably like it more but because of how it just is placed on the album i find it weird and this is an album review and that matters album placement is part of your fucking song quality in my opinion so it's like a 3.8 like i could it just i have no draw to come back to this song like i honestly yeah. as we're talking about it i wanted to say something about blockhead's work but outside of the scratching i can barely remember what the beat sounds like it's like i just heard it and i've already like it's not sticking like if the words were in my face i couldn't quote a single bar at you and that's not like my favorite sign of a song so I, it's nothing right. against it and i respect anybody that does feel like this is their shit we're just in a different place in life or something. Anyway, in this case, um, she doesn't love it. She loves it. I don't know. How do you feel, Bonnie, about she loves it? Uh, what? <laughs> um, it, like, you know, he's talking about like a troubled or like failed relationship, but like, you know, she still loves it and she's still clinging on to it. And like, you know, even though it's crap, like she just won't let go of it and whatever. Um, not necessarily like in like an abusive sense, but like, just like, it's, I don't know, like they just don't want to let go. Um, and for me, like, it wasn't my favorite beat and like the lyrics weren't my favorite. And like, it was none of it was my favorite. So um you know, for me, it was like a good thing. It was short. It's only two minutes and 14 seconds. I gave it a 3.9 on five. I was like, eh, not my fave. I like this. I really like this song. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is a Chris song. This is a Chris Chrome track. I like the, the, the weird toxic confused relationship type vibe. That is mm -hmm. definitely me. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I couldn't help but think that like this is also maybe some like really deep, intricate, you know, conversation about his relationship with hip hop. I always end up finding that one track on all of these reviews. Um, but I, I like this. I really like this. What really stood out to me was how he like contradicts everything. So it's like something beautiful, something negative, something really positive, something not so positive. And it was just super like real to me like this was like a real this is kind of what like a relationship is this was a this is what a marriage is this is what kind of like how your ups and downs of life goes so i thought that that was actually uh really really cool i like the idea that she loves it that she's still in in involved in this like weird convoluted ups and down roller coaster um kind of gives this like essence of maybe like a ride or die type person that like 
that, that person who's going to be there through everything. So I thought that was also cool as well. I really enjoyed the hook. Uh, she had never been alive till, till she was chosen to die. I like that. Like the, the, the ways like when you, we all kind of look for a purpose and then you feel alive when you find that purpose. But then your purpose is to to die in the sense of like this relationship of like just problems, I guess, and just like issues in a, in a sense. So I thought that was also really cool. Um, yeah, no, I I I really really like this song. It 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 hit my playlist. I put it on a four point five. Mm. Yeah. Lindell's fucking spoiling, saying it's a prequel to the next song. Oh, we forgot to say Lindell's fucking great comment about. Um, sometimes you have to repeat the same process on the last track in order to capture the sun because there's a redundancy to the negative energies in life. Big fact, shout out Lindell. And that this song's placement is actually really cool because it does create a dynamic of a dysfunctional relationship that isn't necessarily based on some shit. Do I hear Blue Jays? Yeah, they want to be fed. That's, That's my life, everyone. Um... And uh, I kind of like it. It's a really nice song. But what I really like about this song, like the really, really like about it, is it really does showcase something different. Like really actually like, wow, this is the first like track in like nine tracks where I feel like Illogic showed me a different side to like what he really brings to the table aside of those hooks that he did. And those hooks were some of my favorite parts of this project. And this song is just hook. It's like, it's raining outside, up, whatever. I don't know the hook. But he like sings it. Like it almost requires that like slash thing because it's really rock oriented in his delivery and his poetry. And I feel like in this more rock song style, it's like, whoa, I really like it like that. Now I'm feeling Mm. this total thing he's doing when it's delivered to me in abstract little snippets and lines. Um, And I do love me a good jaded love song thing. And then that hook is so weird. It's just so weird. She had never mm. been alive till she was chosen to die. I'm like, it's I sing so that good. bad. And it made me it's feel so better. Good. And it's so proper. It's so like, it's I don't so give good. a fuck what you think in his delivery's energy. And I really like that. But it's also like powerful shit. Him finally saying hi would be his final goodbye. Yeah, it really does tie into the next song, eh? Fair enough. They, you know, they had to stay grounded on the fly, whatever. It's just kind of like this beautiful, broken shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just this complex dysfunction that comes into relationships that happens when things don't go good. You know, like speak with silence, passive aggressive shit, etc., etc. I'm not gonna go into auto buyers. I just really like it. The snippet thing of it, the way he pieced this together, and more importantly, his delivery. Oh my gosh, this was like amazing. This one, this song I would like listen to. This I'm not even gonna lie. Like this was a good one. I don't know if it's the one I hearted. No, I hearted. She loves it. She loves it. Was pretty good too. Um, oh, this is she loves it. This is the one I hearted. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Heart, that's it like i hearted one of them it was like yo i fucking have to listen to this song again and it was this one because it was too good mm. i'm gonna say it's a 4.6 i don't know wow. if i really like it i might not really like it in three weeks though it might just be like like when you try a new food like. for the first time like a cherry sauce and you're like yo i'm all team cherry sauce and then you realize a year's gone by and you haven't had cherry sauce it might be like that that was my anecdotes of cherry sauce <laughs> meanwhile we're finally free of that one. How do y'all feel about this one? This is a this is a very dark but beautiful track to me. 
Um, and it's really like just the, again, the storytelling aspect is really, really good, but the, the way that they, uh, I guess blockhead like mixed in the, the storm aspect and, and just the, the raindrops and the thunder and then, and, and like, you can hear the crackling of the lightning and stuff. That was really, really cool, which gave more of like life to this song. Like after I heard it and I put this on repeat a bunch of times, cause this is me, but like really really just like like getting into the actual atmosphere of this track was so dope to me um like i I don't know this is this is the type of like music uh, at least sonically that i i want to make at one point like be able to like give you that type of uh for lack of uh, just for like i want to say masterpiece because uh, I really think it's really that great, just the way everything kind of flows together. Um, I like the lyrics. I like the bars. I like how he's like, I, I've, I've noticed it was a connection to the last track. Um, it's more on like the, the darker side of things, how it seems like uh, the, 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 I guess his wife or his girlfriend or whatever, the person in, the, in, the, in this, in this uh, song is now like no longer enjoying the, the, the ride, uh, no longer enjoying, I guess, uh, life and, and certain things. And she's dealing with like, you know, stress, pain, and suicidal thoughts. Um, it, it was really, it took a really twisted turn at the end of the track when she ends up slitting her wrist. Um, it was, I, I found there was a part of foreshadowing when she was drinking um, the, the the pints of, uh, crying pints of blood because uh, they don't deserve tears or something like that. Um, I thought like after listening to it, I was like, that's some pretty cool foreshadowing in terms of writing because like, once you kind of know what happens at the end, it's like, oh shit, this is like letting you know there's going to be something happening. Um, o- overall, like, I really, really like this track a lot. Um, yeah, uh, 4.2 on five. I just, I really like it, like, just creatively. And whatever. I like it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, I definitely like the rainstorm sounds, like, kind of throughout the whole song. Um, and this is just sort of about um, uh, a relationship that has, uh, you know, where the guy is being abusive towards the girl and um, it just makes her feel worse and worse and worse. And like, this is what she deserves. And, um, you know, but like, she also realizes, I think, I think it's her that realizes that he's hurting so like hurt people hurt people um so like that's kind of what's happening and that she just feels like she deserves all the shit that she gets and all the beatings and you know everything else as well and you know he also talks about like basically like strangling her and like things like that um and she didn't know how to escape that and like it does definitely tie into the last song um like how she can't anyways whatever so she can't leave and then so the title is finally free and then she's only finally free um from the pain and the suffering and the abuse and like her thoughts of like worthlessness of herself um when she commits suicide so that's the only time that she's free um so it's a sad story uh that's what it is Uh, probably something that happens or you know, or something that happened to somebody that he knows or, you know, a situation that he, you know, was aware of. Um, so yeah, sad story. Um, 
happens far too often. So 4.35 on five for me. Yeah. The other thing that makes this song interesting is because like the first verse is more hymn centric, right? Like she like totally. I don't really know if it's hymn centric. It's just nah, like, like the shit, a guy like, centric. No, nah, it's, it's the same hymn. This is a progression song for sure. Because, like, he tried to leave like you really had a choice in it. So, and then the other one starts off with she. I feel like you're trying to, it's setting the theme for both sides of it. Because while he is abusive in this, yo, she's not really But good. I don't know if it's him. I think he's telling a story of this guy and this girl. And, like, it may nah, not be totally him. He's just couple. telling that story. It's totally a couple. No, of course, they're they're a couple. But I'm not saying that. Well, that's what I'm I meant. Like, the him in this story. from his point not of view, like necessarily. No, it's not illogic. It's the him that he, yeah. the, in this story. And, yes. like... The whole first verse focuses on the him character. And the thing is, is she's not nice to him. She completely belittles him and destroys his self-esteem. Like, I don't know how anybody missed that. I thought that was super interesting because I do believe that also happens. I'm not really trying to justify any type of, like, you know, abusive behavior. But I thought that was what really sold this song more than... Because otherwise, it's corny. And not corny, but, like, it really is just a song I've heard a million times without that extra element added to it to kind of add this point, like, this progression of how, in a sense, abuse is both sides hurting. I don't feel like people ever look at it. And then you see that shit when it's, like, just wanted to last in a race, didn't care who'd win it. She only did what he allowed. She ramped, trampled all over his feelings until he couldn't stand it. I don't, I'm not saying like in that, even within that, there's a sense that she feels trapped in the situation, right? And that it's not like fully clean. Like it's not really given due to passing it, but there is definitely a sense of her disregarding anything he feels and like kind of twisting the sense of his arguments into a feeling of trappedness. So he has possibly legitimate emotions and instead of her actually responding to them, adapting, she just kind of belittles it. And then that escalates to the point where he chooses to hurt her rather than cope or do anything healthier. And I think that part of the song struck me as like, yo, I haven't really heard a lot of people go into that level of it because it's almost a straight vilification of the dude without any effort to psychoanalyze the other side of it. And I like the way he did it because you're not left with a sense of the guy is innocent or good or even morally proper. You're just left with an explanation, which is interesting because you don't often get an explanation, which is super cool. Otherwise, yeah, it it progresses. The song builds into the point where he goes from beating her to her escaping via death. And I really like it. Um, it's one of those heavy ones where like I can't see myself listening to it a lot, but the way it plays off the last track, which is fire, the overall emotional cues synced up via the music, like this is a really like I get where you're coming from, Chris. I don't know if I'd call this a masterpiece, but I'm not mad at you calling it a masterpiece, you know? I just couldn't find another word. Like this is what it was. I'm not mad at you just saying like, it. I'm like, sir, yeah. I'm not sure I agree with your use of that term. But, like, yeah. yeah, it is big like that. It's super cinematic. It's got, like, the components of, like, like if this was an, a movie, you would say it's going for an Oscar. Um, and I really like the effect. It's a good 4.5. It's a solid fucking tune. And to make this is kind of it. Like, this is the problem. Justified followed by these two makes where's the exit feel less good to me. And that's what I meant about placement impacting my emotions. Because these ones are really good. And Justified is really good, which made it hard for me to like where's the exit. I digress. 
sometimes my opinions is a one-way ticket to hateful comments at 7.38 in the morning. Here's the thing about this song, yo. Like, this is like a utopia track, right? Like, so straight up, like, it's all kinds of his wishes and dreams. But while I was listening to it, I was like, yo, this sounds like so many people on my Facebook. Like, just the arguments and the comments and shit, like... Like, I feel like, and it's not bad. This is me, like, kind of, like, being like, yo, Illogic tapped into some shit, yo. There's a lot of people who feel this way. Thing is, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, some of this stuff is kind of, like, really not my ethicals. Like I said on that other track. So it's hard for me to, like, get into the bar by bars. Like, it's like, if you morally agree with this dude, this song is super fucking fire. If you're not morally in line with this dude... This song is delivered really well, conceptually dope. I even like the way it ends at the end, tying it into faith. Like, yeah, man, you can believe it and make it a reality. And I know I've heard this song before, heard it again. It's got a lot of purpose. But, man, the whole thing is based off of, like, what he wants out of life is utopia. And for me, those yeah. kinds of songs, like, they're, like, mad hit or miss. Like, because if you don't agree with his utopia or the way he's wording it, or some of it is like, man, that's how I felt with some of this stuff. Like, it's all beautiful and pretty, mm. but, like, it's so vapid, you know? <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, fair enough. So I, I know a lot of people who would love this song more than me. And I think it's actually a really well-made song. I really like Zero Star's delivery. I feel like 23-year-old me would be calling this a five-on-five. And at another place in life, I would love it very differently. But currently, it was like, this is one of my least favorite songs on the album. So I'm giving it a four because objectively, it's good. I just don't like Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. I'm kind of... I just kind of got myself screwed here. Um... (laughs) Because when I first listened to it and I first like got into it, I was like, this is nice. This is good. Like, yes, give me that like utopian, want a better place, hate where I am right now, wish everything was all fucking perfect. But like, there's like, so usually when I hear this from people, it's like a like, or at least the people I talk to or the surround with or whatever, it's like you they want all this shit, but the way they kind of act, move, and express themselves kind of contradicts the like ability to be able to go and achieve these fucking goals. So it's like, yeah, you want that, but you, you whatever. Um, the problem I'm having with this is that. <sighs> So you gave me, you know, 10 tracks where you kind of teach us to like follow to follow your goals and, and you know, keep persevering and, and keep trying. And, and this is how we can kind of make somewhat change and, 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 you know, do for the community and do for this and look out for okay. your children. Okay. So it's like I'm kind of conflicted because the song is kind of boring. Like now when I hear it again and we talk about it, I'm like, this song's kind of really fucking boring. Like, nah, but it's also like to somebody else, this is utopia for that person. Which I agree. So like, that's where I'm like, I because I gave this song a four point two because in the moment I was like, yo, this is really dope. But then now hearing it again, I'm like, yeah, this is just like whatever, like you don't really like where you're at at the moment and you don't want to be there. 
And I would rather you give me a song about how you're going to make moves to change it, progress through it and kind of like, give me some that instead of like, I wish this, I wish that I wish that it's like, yeah. Okay. You know, like good wish song. Good, good, good. It's hella passive except for the end when he's like, then, but if I have faith and make it active, it becomes reality. Which so he does tie it I, together. I'm not like he does. I guess faith, faith, faith is mad. I don't though. have. It's not about I, God. Faith, 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 faith is okay. just belief in something. So do you believe in Chris Crown? Mm. So you have faith in yourself? Yeah. Then faith yeah, yeah, is yeah. all you need. Faith with the fair enough to go biblical with the the faith all of a mustard you need seed. Is faith. Is, is, yo, that's bigger facts than love, yo. Faith takes you a real far away. Like it's not about God. It's about active mm. belief in yourself. Whereas hope. I'm wishing is mad passive. It's like you're waiting for some mm. shit to happen in your life. So I have to right. give him the credit that you're right until that last bar where it's like, yeah, but that's right. You know, so like he does tie it home, you know? Fair enough. And again, like, like going through this album, it's like, okay, this is really well written and you, you know how to like bring everything back together. So it's dope. But I just like, mm, I'm sticking with the 4.2. Cause that's what it was when I did it. I ain't going to change it. But like, you know, it may not be one of those ones that it's going to sit with me and I'm going to go back. Like, you know, maybe you don't like his utopia yeah. at the end of the day. Maybe you liked his utopia when you I were think, baked. I think his utopia was fine. I feel like I feel like a lot of the utopia, like what he what he said was like pretty normal. You know, you want women to feel respected. Yes. You want to like have them feel like they can do what they want. You know, yes. It does totally feel okay, like he's like doing like, like, like a Miss Universe contest and he's like listing off a bunch of shit. Yeah. He fucking goes with the hip hop part where he's like, I wish we can have a hip hop place where it's just about this and not about whatever so else. On that it's like, note, all it's like yo, that. he's kind of like saying this is what hip hop is to me. And that's fair. But he um also comes it, it, at this point. Where would he, it be fair? Like, I, I guess I feel like he's pandering a lot to like a lot of these things. I also more feel than like he's very pandering in this. That's a good yeah. one. But that's, that's, like that's kind of what I'm getting. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I wasn't just trying to like interrupt you, but, but anyways, I'll go. Uh, I'm, I'm like watching so, the time, like, yo, it's not half 30 minute conversations on every point, you know, <laughs> there's still five more songs after right. this. So, um, this one we have like more like Indian sounds, instruments, or whatever on this one as well. So, there definitely seems to be like an Indian influence, at least for a blockhead. Um, this one kind of has like a somber, reflective kind of beat. Um, this sounds kind of like another song that I've heard of, but I couldn't figure out which one. So I'm here. Um, as well, it was also a little bit like jazzy. Like there was like a, a horn instrument of some sort that made it sound like a little bit jazzy. Um, he talks about like uh, lightning and thunder, which was like also, you know, we heard in the last song, like the, the sounds of like a thunderstorm happening. So I like that, like continuity, um, you know, and he does definitely kind of touch on the fact that he's quite spiritual and religious. And so he talks about like praying, um, you know, a few times and, you know, which also like helps strengthen his relationship with like his wife, as well as with his kids, because he doesn't just do it like on his own. He also does it with his family. Um, so, you know, the family that prays together, stays together kind of situation, um, you know, and while, you know, things aren't perfect and, you know, while, you know, it is still a challenge to fully embrace prayer and faith and like things like that, he's still doing his best and he's just trying to, 
uh, stay on track, I guess. So it just kind of seems to be like a jumble of his thoughts, like just kind of like how he's feeling and whatever else. So it's fine. I would probably skip it every time. Facts. So, it's so I gave it a four on five. It's such a skip worthy song. It is so like, mm-hmm. but I want to just emphasize one last time before we move on. I personally know people, the greater number of my rapper peers that I like fuck with on a personal level would consider this like the perfect utopia too, but I highly disagree with them. I digress. Atlanta's depth is next because that's where we at next level shit, yo. It was good. Um, Capture the sun, like I said, and like mixed into like the beat at the beginning. And I liked that. I thought that that was cool. Like that they're like mixing the title into like songs. Um, And for me, it was just kind of like him talking about like how like his or like the, the world will disappear like Atlantis. And like, so like what we leave behind will be like found like in the future, like by you know generations down the line um and like to keep climbing to like new heights and recognize greatness when it's presented he kind of talks about that as well um i don't know i found like the message in the song was kind of like weird and a little disconnected but the feeling and the beat of this song was like pretty dope so i gave it a 4.5 on 5 um I mean, besides a couple lines that I thought were cool and the fact that the B has actually got this like really hype sense to it. And it, it, it I think this is the one that has more like a uh, superhero-y comic book cartoony feel to it. Right. So I think this was the one. Um, but like overall, I kind of don't really know what the song's about. Like, I don't actually understand yeah. what like the messaging or what this is supposed to kind of really give me. Um, but I did like I did like how he said um, how Illogic was said haven't had my license in a few years so right now it's illegal to drive myself insane I thought that was kind of clever kind of funny uh, mm-hmm. and then follows up with but laws were made to be broken so I ride dirty for a track and rock in a straight jacket and I was like that's that's a cool way to kind of um, connect like real laws with also having like let's say like a mental illness or something like that, or just feeling crazy in your brain. And then how you, because you feel like that in your brain, you kind of rebel against certain rules and stuff and you break rules. So I thought within those couple lines, that was really cool. Uh, I liked consciously high wire walking, no, no net to catch me. If I'm falling, it's only dreams for me. That was like smokes weed and fantasizes kind of like, just like what he does. Um, but I, I liked, I liked the, the, the way he, the way he, uh, articulated and pronounced in the way this sounded uh, in times I realized I have sound mind found some uh, found some slaves and bathed in the sound waves of the bloodstream like the way that that all kind of flowed together was really cool um, I think like I liked how he made the Cyclops reference Cyclops watches from mountaintops uh, in you're a going through the whole song Chris himself. right but um, yeah it's no, not significant I, if you highlight everything Fair enough. No, it's, it's cool. It's just I don't I don't really have much else to say. Really, it's a four point two on five. I just didn't get it. Like it was just more lines. Yeah. Nah, this song is cheesy as fuck. This is one of the worst tracks on the album. I give a fuck what anyone tries to tell me. This is what you call full woke shit. Like I mean, I get it. It's cool poetry, but he says nothing except for the last line. The only line that has any real coolness to me is, "So recognize the genius in others in order for your genius to be recognized." That's a cool line. The rest of this shit's fucking weird ass. Like. <laughs> 
again, moral purist shit. Like, this is his ethics. And if you agree with his ethics, it's cool. But I don't know, man. Show me a humble man and I'll show you a hero. Like, you probably don't even agree with my definition of humility based on the way you wrote this song. So, like, you know, like, you would not find me to be a humble man. Would You know, like, it's that kind of shit. Like, there's so much purist shit in this that I don't like it. So it's, mm. like, completely, like, you almost ooze with his background of his social class screams into this shit, you know? Like, maybe I'm assuming shit. I don't want to be that guy. But that's what it feels like. It feels like people at my lunch table at work judging poor people and shit. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is my interpretation. So I'm not trying to, like, say it. But, like, I don't like this tone that he takes. But I could see why a lot of people would praise it like some fucking superior hip-hop and that's what I think happens. I think people praise this as like a superior hip hop to say what a Lil Yachty does. So that's what I think it really bothers me about it is it fits into that kind of world and that shit don't fit right with me. The beat's nice, the production's nice, the everything's nice, but the bars is whatever. So it's like a 3.5 to me. Um, Smile. This one sounds cooler. Like I just instantly like the song more because it sounds better to me. I don't know. Maybe I was just a hater the last one. How do y'all feel about this? Um, so this one also features Abstract Rude, who I wasn't sure who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is just basically like smile, even though the world could be tough. Like that's kind of like what he's saying. And this is another one that kind of has like that Indian sound inspired beat to it as well with kind of, I think it's a sitar in there again. And I don't know, something. Um so for me, this one was like fine. A logic sounded a little bit whiny to me, <laughs> but that's just my opinion. Um, abstract rude was okay, but like not like outstanding in his energy. Like I found his energy was a little bit lackluster. So overall, not my favorite one on the album. Uh, it was fine, but not my favorite. So I gave it a three point eight on five. Abstract Rude did way better than Illogic on this track, in my opinion. Um, I felt like going through it, it, it just felt like I get what Illogic is saying. It's like, I, it, I feel like I've heard this before on this project. You're kind of just letting us know that the world's fucked up. You are still struggling with like dealing with your dreams and, you know, having to like whether work a job and like live in this rat race type of world or whatnot um and the only way to kind of work through it is to smile because like you know we're not allowed to have like emotions and we can't cry and this we just have to like be strong and just keep pushing through and stuff and it just it was like okay cool like this is more again to like you yourself a bit uh, i found but then abstract rude hits me with the smile how can i when when they shut in down family businesses smile how can i when they handing out life sentences smile you'll do more for the world than frown and that i had to i had to pull that out and i even like stopped my my recording thing and had to chat with my roommate about it because i was like yo this is such a really to me a really cool bar right so the obvious thing is like how can you expect me to smile when bad things are happening around me and i see my people getting hurt and i see all these things happening cool Mm -hmm. but then when he follows up with the line of like smile you'll do more for the world than frown 
okay, yes, that is true. I have been having a more positive attitude. Things have been changing. So like on like a literal front, if you smile and you're happy in the world, good things will happen and positivity will happen. But the idea of like smiling while knowing that there's bad things going on is like you're just masking and looking the other way from what really is happening in this world. And I was like that. Maybe I'm like reaching I for think this. You're like, I think you're twisting it a little bit. I don't think you're reaching. I can get your interpretation, but enjoy when you look around. Avoid what's putting you down. Kill them with kindness when you smile. Your highness when they bow. Honestly, this is some 48 laws of power shit, to be honest with you. Mm. Like, it's really like power moves games. Like, having a perspective. I don't think it's meant to be like ignoring the world in a negative way. I meant it's like... Because you know, Abstract Rude's verse to me is amazing. He breaks down systemic mm. oppression of his community. And then it's like the reality is by smiling in the face of this adversary, we can do more for the world by behaving in this kind of a way. Um, It's important to remember to smile and shit, you know? So like I mm-hmm. feel like it's like because people otherwise are going to do what? They're just going to be obsessed with the negativity, obsessed with the whatever whatever and then you meet those people who never smile and you're like yo the truth is though more people would listen to possibly if you smile more and i've I've even got that criticism in the early interviews like smile more dude like Mm -hmm. you're fucking too serious i'm like huh i guess hey look i guess it's i kind of see it like i don't don't know i I, again it could have just been something i i look but it's like anyway it's it's just how i kind of interpreted it like how we we kind of just put on these masks to like masks how we really feel about things and it kind of just eases our way through life if we hide a lot more shit and we kind of just keep a blind eye i don't know but it's like i feel like it's a way to interpret it for sure but like Mm -hmm. what i think he's trying to communicate to you is the power of suggestion of mind state where like when you wake Mm -hmm. up and like i have colleagues who are like happy this day happy that day tap into the higher frequency of life so that you can find reasons to live in shit and not be a miserable nihilistic person that's hopeless because you need that faith in yourself in order to achieve and quite literally creating opportunities to smiles and shit has good effects because your perspective shifts etc etc i don't think it's meant to like block out the world it's meant to smile in spite of the world i just think abstract roots versus i really feel like your logic's like i want to be more cool or something i don't fully get what his verse is about i feel like abstract roots verse hits hard and illogics i feel like is some thirst for artist shit or life is complicated and so i keep a positive energy around me because it's and like the thing is i agree with that move dude like that is kind of what i'm preaching too like it's not it's not like vapid to me when i hear it but it also might be like how you smile and why you smile too you know Mm. Yep. Well, overall, I gave the song a 4.2 on 5. Yeah, songs, whatever. It's a 4. I don't really like... I mean, it's cool. Okay, here's the thing. I like how it's delivered and shit. I just feel like their verses do not sound amazing together. It's like when Eminem jumps on a feature and ruins a song. It's kind of like that <laughs> shit. So, like, these are two different verses to me that hit two different themes. Like, they're really just... The tone is too different for my 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 liking. Y'all might enjoy that level of contrast, which seems to be the word of the day. But for me, it was a little like, damn, abstract came with some heavy shit. And like the other shit was some parfait. So like, I hope parfaits aren't heavy, but I feel like they're light and fluffy. Anyway, 
it's a cool it's fine four-ish whatever it's an you know a lot a blockhead did good blockhead been doing good i don't feel like i've been shutting out blockhead enough but he's been like knocking them out the park one by one by one in this album yep well good thing he's not taking his last breath i i i i get i get like weirded out with these type of tracks because it's like it's a hit or miss if i like it facts but I feel like you're supposed to like it and you're not supposed to not like it because it's what he feels about his parents and how he's expressing Super to like personal. his, his parents. Right. So, mm-hmm. and I, and I say that knowing that I'm eventually going to probably make a song that I'm going to do the same, but I expect people <laughs> to kind of have the same feeling when I do it. It's like, what am I supposed to say? I can't tell you it's bad. Cause you're telling your mom, you fucking love her. You can't tell. I I can't say it's good if I don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, that's that's really just how I feel about the track. I mean, I like how he's gets into it and and really like, you know, appreciates his parents and and thanks them for everything and like you know brings up the family and connects to like how he he got certain things from his mom and how he represented it and he's proud of it and he's got certain things from his dad and he represents yep. and he's proud of it or all of that. You're all right. that you're spot on. You got all these acknowledgement things and appreciations and super but personal like, anecdotes. That's it. It's a four yeah. on five. Like it's just beats real constant. Yeah. Flows yeah. real constant. Real constant. Yeah. Like no contrast. Deviation, yo. Just real personal constant storytelling. So if that's your cup of tea and you love this sound, you're gonna be like five on five. I'm like 3.3 3 on 5 because it was like, oh, wow. <laughs> yo, you're right. You are left with this feeling of like, I don't have anything to say about this song's content. It's a super personal open letter that's heartfelt. And like, I kind of like the a father with the heart of a lion. But I'm like, cool. I heard it the one time. I don't know who me, Mike, Zach, and Elijah are feel no desire His to brothers Google them. you know like it's like you're this i don't mean it like this is bad too right because again you're left with this sense of like i don't want to be sitting there shitting on dude's song like this but like that's why i said like if you vibe with this it's amazing i just didn't vibe with this i was like by the third <laughs> verse i'm like yo nothing changed and it's still got a whole verse left oh and then we get through it and it's like it's i love the structure of it like if we want to get hyper objective with the analyticals it's super well written but it's boring to me mm-hmm. to hold it mm-hmm. and apparently bonnie yeah um well i mean it's called last breath and then in brackets family fabric so it definitely is about family um and so like the first one like you know Anyway, so he's telling his parents basically that he loves them at the beginning. And so it's very nice. And so the first verse is all about like his mother's love and the sacrifices that she, you know, did so that she could give him like the best opportunities and the best, you know, life for, that she could. And then the second verse is about his father, who is not biological. Um, and, you know, so it's like a stepfather or like, you know, just, you know. I'm not biological important. father this type of shit and needs to be said of course and like you know how like 
you know, his, you know, this father figure or father, I guess, essentially to him, um, you know, treated him like he was his own son and that he was a good role model and that he appreciates all like, you know, because he mentions that he used to give like these long ass lectures and stuff like that. But like he appreciates them now and that he, you know, gave his time and his energy and like his wisdom to, to, to him as well. And then the third verse is sort of about both of them and how he appreciates them for bringing him into this world and, you know, that he would give his last breath for them and that he, you know, cares so much about them. And it is a very nice message and it's not necessarily something so often heard. Like usually like a song is about like a mother's love or a father's right. love. It's not necessarily a, like a parent parental love. So I thought that that was kind of cool. And, you know, like you said, it's heartfelt and it's nice and, it's, you know, his, his experience and whatever. Uh, so it was a 4.35 for me because I liked his message. I like what he's saying. And it was, you know, slightly original ish. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was fine. That's it. Fine. I'm with you on that. I like the way we put it. It's almost like we had a blindfold to the empathy. I mean, I'm like, that explains all this judgy stuff. Like that little <laughs> outro for those that are like coming back in, like what she's saying, like, yo, that like, there it is man like the preacher man spoke it you're supposed to condemn the darkness and shit so what am i supposed to say i'm not the preacher man i'm the one the preacher man be talking about sometimes um what do y'all think about this song um so this one had like more like indian style sounds again so I'm just gonna keep mentioning that until it's done um so this one is sort of about like submitting yourself to something bigger um like you know and he's basically saying kind of like god like do that for god um and he's just kind of talking about his faith and how he's taking off the blindfold and he's seeing the light and he's trying to stay away from the darkness and from like the bad things and that he used to be in the darkness um and that he prays daily and reads scripture every day. And he tries to like, you know, hone in on this like relationship with God that he has. And, you know, it's just sort of his spiritual story about like finding and, you know, his struggles with like becoming a good, uh, you know, fear, what is a God fearing man or whatever. Um, and that he's submitting to him, capital H I M. Um, and he's connecting with his wife and his kids with God. So he's kind of like sharing in that relationship and he's yeah, doing all the things that a good Christian is supposed to do, I suppose. Um, I, I, that's the thing. It's like, it's Lindell saying it's spiritual. It's mad Judeo-Christian spiritual. Yes. Um, like it's a specific and, kind of spiritual, you know what I mean? Yes, it's Christianity. It, like, but like, it's interesting that, like, you know, on to to mix with that that a uh, blockhead is using like these kind of indian spiritual type sounds to convey like the spirituality but like that's like obviously like hinduism or something else like it's different than christianity so it's interesting but he's also not necessarily saying that his god is the best god right like i don't but, feel like again i don't feel like it's like christianity down your throat i feel like that's just how no he's just he's just telling it. his story like his his story about finding and believing and you know staying true to god um you know and it is a good story I, not one that i would necessarily listen to all the time uh you know maybe one i would skip sometimes but it is his truth and that's good so i gave it a 4.25 on five that's it 
I'm I'm kind of with you. I mean, it's like well done. I mean, sonically, I feel like it's kind of like familiar, but not bad. It it breaks up the flow from the last song a bit. It, it has a hook in it, but like, I don't know. It feels super preachy, but not in a bad way. More like in a like I know a lot of people again that I feel like would really benefit from listening to something like this or really appreciate it in a way that I don't. So it's like personal. Like I'm just like, yeah, I have other sources of this message I prefer better. However, this is a really good manifestation of it where it is super about his journey. And I kind of like the idea of like taking the mask off in our own way. We all do that. And however you want to manifest it, it's cool. So I don't want to come at him for like how he chose to interpret it. I do find it a little more religious than spiritual in his manifestation of spirituality, but that's cool. Like it doesn't feel like I have to be like him. It just feels again, like an open letter about his expression and his journey and how he got through it. Kind of like when people go to AA or whatever and describe their process with spirituality and it's super religious sounding, but it's still not necessarily religious. Um, Yeah. This one's aight. It's a four. The beat's aight. I feel like, again, I'm at a point where it wasn't novel or super interesting, but, like, it was a good song for this placement because if we think about the album concept and a bunch of the negativity, we've moved as of Smile, if you think about it from a tone switch, of the middle part of the album where it's dark and it's complicated to Smile, and then Last Breath, moving that, um, you adopt the positive tones, and then you move into Appreciation, so he does that with last breath and now with blindfold it's like surrendering to a higher purpose so in a sense the last few songs have been a code to how you can capture the sun so the first part of the album the first like five tracks is more like you know uh this is the problem then the next chunk of the album's like here's the complicated journey and then as of atlantis depth it's like atlantis depth it's like you absorb the message and you move into the active solution so just to give him all props for the writing and placement and stuff it's mostly oh, yeah. just like man this guy wouldn't like me <laughs> that's where i'm at now i'm like like i don't think he would enjoy hanging out with holden or maybe he would maybe i'm prejudging and i feel judged by his album a little bit i don't know but that's kind of what it is so it's like somewhat i'm like eh, that's not my favorite thing to listen to but i respect the artistry of it a lot and his flow is superb like he is a significantly it's to a point where i hear like i was listening to him rap and just thinking about like people i know trying to accomplish this and i'm like man so many people so many songs are just inferior versions of what this guy did here in terms of technique because it really is masterful and i think that needs to be said it's definitely not a christian album he definitely has some inspiration from christianity on this album um yes so yeah anyway i got more to say about it i don't know who has to talk still um listen i ain't really got much i mean to me coming off the last track and like you know appreciating and slightly apologizing to his parents for everything i felt like this was just him doing the same thing but to god and i was like it's cool like it's cool it's how you do your things and stuff but i'm just like again it is what it is it's a it's i'm sorry what was the line trying so hard to be a star when I should have been a planet and bask in the orbit of who you are. And it's just like, okay, like, you know, and then there's, there's a, 
there's a part like somewhere near the end, I think in the last bridge where he's like, no more doing it our way. We'll submit and allow you to breathe on the bigger picture. It's just like, okay, you've, you've acknowledged that you have not really focused on believing and having faith in God. When you were doing all these things, you're like saying, you know, thank you for everything. And I apologize. It is what it is. Uh, I guess like at the time I thought it was super, super I guess it was super good because I gave it a 4.2, which is pretty high for how I'm kind of delivering the presentation now. Um, but yeah, it's just cool. Hope, hope God right. accepts you, bud. Okay. Man, that was a, that was a hot, dry way to end it. But <laughs> for me, yeah, just oh. that's it, man. You got it. We can move on to the last one. Bonnie, drop your pun. Let's go to the lighthouse. All right, Christopher, tell us how you feel. We didn't need this. Just fact, we did not need this. We did not need this fucking song. End of story. I had the whole fit at the end of my night. It was 12:30 at night. I'm fucking done with this bloody project. And what happens? No, I don't need that. That is why. Why? You apologize to God already. You apologize to your fucking parents. What is the point of this track? What is the, we get it. You're doing the best that you can. You could have put this somewhere in like the middle of the fucking project and been like, this is me trying my best in some weird, like little state where I'm like super insecure. And this is what it is. And that would have been hype. I'm not fit. Like what? This is never getting played. Yeah. This is never getting played. I'm just going to say, Bonnie, like go if we ever had project. a canceled, it would be like now. <laughs> like <laughs> shit. What is I? I don't like it. it Illogic did well because you know it's illogic, and we've just been getting all illogic the whole fucking project. And I was like, cool, it is what it is. You did the thing, all right, good, whatever, fine. But the rest of the song, I'm it's getting skipped. The whole song's not even getting played. Like, fuck that. I don't know. I did not like it. I gave it a three point two. I was like, it's music. Y'all are like somewhat talented. Y'all do your thing. People like okay, it. Okay. Sure. Chris doesn't I like it. Know. Chris doesn't like all rock. All right. How do you feel, Bonnie? Um, I liked the the mixing. Blockhouse does like a pretty great job on this one. Um, I thought it was cool. Um, I liked some of the logic's uh, wordplay on this one too. Um, and like overall, like the message just seems to be like we have to be better so that we can so that the next generation can learn from us so that we're leaving them something you know that that they can use um and like we need to consider like what our legacies will be and how we will be seen in history you know to kind of down the line so just kind of like you know collectively like as a generation or whatever like we need to do better and do more and not just kind of like whine around i guess and kind of connect with god and like you know, do all the right things. Um, and this one definitely for me sounds like a closer. Like it feels yeah. like the denouement. Like it's like, it's over, we're coming to an end. Like, you know, people are starting to like get their jackets and like the getting ready is to rolling. leave. Like, yeah, like this is definitely like the end. And so for me, I gave it a 4.25. It does sound, it reminded me a little bit like a Beatles-esque like kind of like uh within and without you or whatever it is like the George Harrison one or like across the universe like like when they were inspired by like Indian music and like that kind of style so I liked that and it's 
it was a decent final message like to leave behind like just something to consider yeah sonically it's cool it's something completely different it gives it a little break um it is really like a closure song i found it like kind of nice um lyrically it fits in with the kind of spiritual inspired theme of ignore the trends it reminds me a lot of the be of the world but don't be in the world or whatever verse of the bible where you're supposed to like participate in life but not be caught up in the trends and shit and you know like make sure your legacy's dope but like I don't know. What if my version of a dope legacy doesn't agree with your version of a dope legacy? You know, like that's where we get into weird versions of these conversations where the real anecdote I can bring to that is all of us that like spit this game want something different out of a legacy. So who the fuck are we to even preach like that a little bit? Like, like when Greta Thunberg did it, it was like, cool, (laughs) you know, but like, that's what it reminded me of. Greta Thunberg. I think that's how you say her name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it's nice. It kind of plays out. and I liked his, to give him more alliteration props. Mammoth misogyny massages sounded really nice to me. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Just to give him his props. That's why I didn't like the other um, alliteration he used. I think Christoph Crane did a great job with this little loop. I'm making the best with what I have might be a great mission statement for the entire project to sum up everything at the end of the day. And so I felt that was a fitting lyric to end the album on. Like from the concept, it really brings it all back together. I don't know the truth of it all, but all we can really do is make the best with what I have. And isn't that really what we're all doing at the end of the day? However, other people may like your approach or not. Musically, I I like alt rock. I thought it sounded great. It's an okay ending. I could see myself listening to this again. I think Christoph Crane carries the song, and I don't remember much of a Logic's verse without the lyrics, but um, I give it a four. It's pretty solid. I really enjoy this one. I like this vibe better than some of the other vibes that we got. And I guess that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> We've hit. So, the- what did you give the whole album as a total? It's a four. If you like indie rap of a particular nature, this is going to be your gold mine. Um, there's a few tracks, I think, that have a little bit of more pop appeal that I can appreciate, but Illogic's complex, but makes sense. So you're not, like, disappointed when you dig into it, but he's not easy listening. It's it's a little high effort. I kind of like yeah. the features who simplified things a little more, but that's just where I'm at with it. I think Blockhead's fucking ridiculous, like, next level production across the whole project. But by the end of it, the last little chunk, it got a little samey. I'm kind of grateful we got that amazing alt-rock experience at the end. Uh, I'd, I would recommend this to people while probably never listening to much of it again. I respect okay. it, though. Yeah. Um, I give it a 4.3 on 5 overall. Um, I mean, you know, same sort of thing. Blockhead, I thought was really dope. His beats and his mixes and stuff like that were really cool. And I liked the the Indian inspiration. Although I did feel like maybe, like I could be 100% wrong. Um, like the first song I thought, or I think it was the second song, was what I thought was Thanks for a the Spanish the math. guitar. Um, I thought it was a Spanish guitar, but it turns out, I mean, so like for me, like that was a little bit disconnected. Like it should have all kind of sounded a little bit more like Indian-y if like that was like the theme. But I mean, besides that, um, I liked, uh, you know, 
I liked what Logic was saying, and I liked the way he said it a lot of the time. Um, yeah, I mean, it was fine. And I liked that the theme was like there, but it kind of like it kind of came and went. It was kind of like on and off. Like it wasn't, it didn't wasn't not every single song mentioned like the sun or capturing the sun and things like that. But it did kind of play out throughout. And Chris. Well, I mean, I, I went mathematically and just calculated all my grades and it came up to 3.8 on five for me overall as a project. Um, I I mean, I overall like the project and like just as a whole, I like a lot of the songs overall, but this is not really like where I'm going to go to for like it, like inspiration or uh, just to, I guess, catch a vibe or something like that. Like I have my other preferences. Um, but I also do agree with Holden. Like I would also recommend this project to a lot of people that I know who like really look for these type of like bars and really intricate and super smart and all this stuff. Um, so yeah, like I would, I would definitely recommend this project and, you know, have people listen to it without really listening to it myself. Uh, but uh I mean, it, it 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 holds its own. It holds its own as a as a project. Fire! Thank you all for coming back for this revival of the Classic Quest pro, uh, podcast. For all of you who've been waiting, thanks, Lindell Williams. He like upped his Patreon for this. If y'all want to see more at this point in time, and you want me to do particulars and us to do particulars. Patreon.com slash behind that soup, motherfuckers. Anyway, on that note, we do appreciate all of you for real reels. If you are on Twitch, feel free to subscribe with the Amazon Primes and all that shit, whether or not you're offline. If you're watching this on YouTube, head over to the Twitch for the live experiences. We're going to be coming back with more album reviews. It's been a minute. We're excited to be back with this. Links in the description for everybody and everything and all that good stuff. Looking forward to seeing you next time. We're not killing the stream. Live long and prosper, everyone.